0: Guys and welcome to the Thank You for Laughing podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Shar, and this is where we make light of life one episode at a time. Welcome to episode 63. I'm so happy that you're here. Thank you for listening and laughing with me. Make sure that you like, subscribe, turn on notifications, um, rate this podcast five stars, whatever you can do to support. Um, and then you can also follow me on Instagram at On Your Bold and at Thank You For Laughing. I definitely post on On Your Bold more often, almost every single day. Oh, my goodness. Life has been interesting lately. I've definitely been going through it. Um, and that's kind of what this podcast is going to be about. I'm really going to share... What I do when I'm going through something big and scary and stressful and sad that I have no control over, (laughs) I'm not going to talk about the details of what I'm going through yet. I'm sure I will eventually, but it's still so new and I'm just in this very vulnerable, tender, sensitive spot right now where I am still... Just it's just the wound is fresh and um, I don't know when I'm going to be ready to talk about it, but maybe in another month or two um, because it just happened recently. So but I did want to come on here and talk to you about how I deal with these things, because I mean, we've all gone through things in our lives that we did not expect Maybe it's a breakup, maybe it's a divorce, maybe someone passes away, maybe someone near you gets a diagnosis, maybe you get a diagnosis, maybe you have to move suddenly, maybe, you know, there's so many things that we can't control in our lives that happen to us that we did not decide on, right? And I am an Aries, my birthday's in a couple weeks, I'm going to talk about that too, but um, I am a planner and I love having a plan. I love being in control and I'm such a decision maker and I'm such a decisive person who has very strong opinions and very strong desires and 99.9% of the time I know what I want and I know how to get it and I know how I'm going to get there and I'm going to get there and when unexpected big things happen that were not our choice that come in and shake up our lives and turn them upside down it's it feels very chaotic and it feels and I think you know anyone no matter what your sign is or what your personality is I think that any of us in that situation can feel kind of lost and kind of helpless and like you know What the fuck am I going to do? And so I think during those times, I think, feel and know that we need to grab a hold of what we can control because there's a lot that we can't control and there's a lot that we can control. And. I mean, really, I broke it up into two categories, but there's a lot of things that go into both of those categories. But really, the main things that we can control are how you treat yourself and how you treat others, how you treat the people around you. Um, Those are the main two categories, and there's other things that go into that. But I try to think of anything else that we can control and that's it um there's a lot that goes into that but it it comes down to just those two things how we treat ourselves and how we treat others and so we're going to talk about that in a minute but first I just wanted to give a little bit of an update on our desires for this year that we've been talking about um, since the year began and so we are aiming for a thousand plays on the podcast and We are at 620 right now, which is really great. And then we're also aiming for 30,000 followers on my Own Your Bold Instagram. And right now we're at 25,418. So that is really exciting too. So great progress. I'm really pleased with that. And I just can't wait to see those numbers continue to grow so that we can continue to impact the lives of other people because that is My goal that has always been my goal, my desire, my dream is to empower and encourage others, especially women, but everybody, especially, you know, the girls and gays, but, you know, straight men, you're cool too sometimes. (laughs) But, um, you know, that has always been my biggest, deepest desire is to encourage and empower others Help them love themselves and live their best lives that is what i've wanted since i was seven years old and i received my first diary and my first camera on my seventh birthday and my first picture which i'm going to share again on my instagram this year i share it almost every year but my first picture that i took with my first camera was a selfie. I didn't even know what a selfie was. None of us did. None of us had cell phones. None of us had smartphones. None of us had social media. This was like 1990, gosh, 1994, three, two. I can't do math. I was born in 1987, but my first picture I took in the mirror because I wanted a picture of my outfit on my birthday. And Of course, this was when you had film and you went to print it and you had photo albums and all those things. We didn't have a cloud. We didn't have a Dropbox. We didn't have anything like that. And so I still have that picture somewhere. But at one point, I took a picture of the picture so that I could share it with you guys online. And so I share it almost every year because it's just so special to me. And it really represents that, like I always knew I was meant to do this even before the internet existed. And none of us knew what it was, except for maybe like government officials. (laughs) So um, anyway, I digress. So this episode is called, again, unless I change it by the time I publish this, but this episode is called Midlife Crisis, question mark. (laughs) I'm turning 36 and my life is a mess. By the way, it's Monday, but Trey is on spring break. So he's in the next room, if you can hear him yelling. Sorry, not sorry. I'm a mom. It is what it is. Um, So, yeah, I'm turning 36. In less than two weeks, my life is a mess. Here's how I'm dealing and take notes if you're going through it too. I really encourage you to take notes while you're listening to this and definitely screenshot this episode. Tag me on your Instagram story and let me know what resonated with you, what stood out the most for you. I would just love to hear that. And also let me know if you enjoy solo episodes better, if you enjoy interviews better. I did a lot of interviews last year. I've only done one interview so far this year. Um, I haven't put it up yet. It's with Jenna Hong. She's a vlogger. It was my first interview with a vlogger. I absolutely love her. Love doing it. I want to do that more. But let me know what you prefer. Um, And yeah, I just always love to hear what you guys like and what you want to hear. Because I do this for you. I don't do it for my own health. Although, okay, I kind of do. Because it's like a passion project and I love it and it's fun. But I mostly do it for you. Okay, so... Um, controlling what you can control. So, yeah, first of all, yes, I am turning 36 in less than two weeks on April 8th. It's the day before Easter this year. And I like the last thing I want to do is celebrate. Like I like I said, I've been going through it and I haven't really been feeling good these last few weeks. To be honest with you, probably since like December, and I've talked about this, how like my seasonal depression is really bad and it gets worse like every year. Um, I'm starting to come out of that just with spring starting. It was 50 degrees yesterday. The sun was out, like things are melting. I'm defrosting and I'm kind of coming out of that seasonal depression, but I still have regular depression and I have situational depression where when big things like this happen and I'm going through it, um, you know, it can be traumatizing. It can be triggering and kind of just like rock my boat. You know what I mean? It's like every couple of years when something really big happens that's out of my control, it kind of like throws me off and it can trigger my depression really bad. And so I just have not been... Feeling that great about myself, about my life, about like anything lately. And I really don't like feeling that way. I don't. I don't believe that's who I truly am. I am a very I mean, everyone who knows me, whether you know me online or in real life, I'm pretty much the same all the time, which is something I'm really proud of. I'm a very authentic person. But like I am a very optimistic. Idealist person like head in the clouds, rainbows, butterflies, sunshine, like unicorns. I just love generally I love myself. I love my life. I love people. I'm just a very like bubbly, fun person who's full of enthusiasm, full of excitement. I'm someone who is always like jumping up and down. And I just get like really excited about everything in life and One time, someone I was dating very briefly many years ago, he said, everything is an event with you. And I don't think he meant it in like a bad way, but he was like, everything is an event with you because it's like everywhere I go, I'm taking pictures. I always want to look really cute. I always want it to be like, you know, I never want anything in my life to be mediocre. I always want it to be as fun and exciting as possible. Like if I'm going to go out to eat, I'm going to pick somewhere that's really, really great. I'm going to wear a really cute outfit. I'm going to take pictures of everything. I'm going to have a lot of fun. It's going to be really exciting. It's not just like we're going to go eat and leave and it's whatever. It's like everything in my life is an event. And that's really just the core of who I am. I'm an Enneagram 7. Again, you know, Some people don't like those personality tests. I love them. I think they're great. I think they provide a lot of insight and I think a lot of it is real and true. Um, But beyond that, that's just who I've always been. So when I'm going through a situation like this in a, a season like this where I'm not really feeling like my happy, bubbly, peppy self, it can definitely become a spiral where I feel like Not only am I feeling like shit, but that I'm also feeling like shit about the fact that I'm feeling like shit. And it's just like this, you know, vicious cycle. And so it's so important for us to just have grace with ourselves and to be like, it's okay to be human. Like, we're all human and we have emotions. It's okay to feel those emotions. It's okay to deal with those emotions as long as we're like dealing with it in a healthy way, right? Like not self-harming, not harming other people, like there's ways to cope with things that are healthy, right? And that's what this episode is about, is like how to cope with these things, controlling what you can control, and making the most of wherever you're at in life, right? And like how can we continue to, you know, be grateful and, you know, maybe not exactly happy, but like can we be content? Can we learn to be content with our lives like even when things are shitty like what can we find joy in how can we still create joy how can we still spread joy even when like life sucks like there's times when life just sucks and um but I'm someone who I don't want to waste my life feeling like shit and I don't want to waste my life you know having negative self talk and not seeing people like right now i'm definitely in a cocoon phase where i really don't want to see anyone or talk to anyone which is also really hard because i'm an extrovert i love people i love being around people i don't like being alone and but i also know that like i don't want to call attention to what's going on in my life right now and i know that if i see friends especially friends i haven't seen in a while I'm going to need to talk about what's going on because it's going to come up in conversation. And I just don't feel like talking about it anymore. Like I have talked about it with my parents and with like one or two friends. But I really just want to, again, focus on what I can control. And I don't want to be in situations where like I have to talk more about myself because I just, I just don't feel like doing that. Like, and it's so interesting. I was talking to... My best friend the other day and we were talking about how like there's some people when they're going through something that kind of and i don't want to like i don't know how to say this without sounding mean but i guess i'll just say it because i already started talking about it <laughs> so there's no going back now i guess i could edit this out but like there's some people who when they are a victim it's like they almost milk it right like there's some people who because I've been a victim, like I've been a victim of trauma, like we've all been victims at some point of of something, right? But there's some people who they almost enjoy the attention that comes along with being a victim of something and they almost like take advantage of it and that's not healthy. But on the other side of the coin, it's also not healthy to like... Shut everyone out and deny that you're a victim and deny your feelings because I can get like that. Like that's definitely more of the way that I deal with things is like I never want anyone to know that I'm suffering. I never want anyone to know that anything is wrong. And I just really want to be this inspiring, strong, admirable person. And I don't know if that comes from like being the oldest child, always, you know, needing to set the example, like, I don't know why, but I have it, like, ingrained in me that people are just supposed to look up to me, and I'm not allowed to, like, ever show the fact that, like, I'm going through something, because that makes me weak I guess I don't know like I don't I don't really understand why I'm like that but I've just always been like that where it's like I always need to be the strong one I always need to be the inspiring one and I always need to be the one taking care of anyone else and I don't want anyone else to know that something is going on but the problem with that is that like I also can be a little upset about like people not being there for me and being like why is no one there for me why isn't this person you know doing this for me and Something another ex said, <laughs> my exes have great insight on me, actually, um, but I guess because they got to know me more than like most people. But another one of my exes once said, people aren't there for you because you don't let them be. And so that is something that I have had to come to terms with and and get used to, like get used to receiving, get used to people being there for me and allowing that and also speaking up and asking for what I need. And sometimes people can't give you what you need. And so it's always a risk, right? Like it's always a risk when you ask someone to be there for you. Like the thing is, how do I say this? The thing is, we cannot expect people to be there for us when we don't ask. But also, we cannot expect everyone to fulfill our needs either. And so I believe that, like, we need community. We need each other. You know, that's why I have this podcast. So we so none of us feel alone. Right. So we're like in this together. We need other people, but they're also humans and they're not always going to be perfect. And so we need to allow people to be there for us. But we also need to be understanding of the fact that they can't always be there for us. And it's like a very delicate balance i mean everything in life is about balance right and it's hard it's hard to balance our feelings balance you know everything that we do but if you don't ask then you'll never know and people aren't mind readers they aren't always going to know what you need unless you're my best friend angela because she just always knows but She's a freak of nature. So 99.9% of the time, people are not going to know what you need unless you ask. And if you don't ask, the answer is automatically no. But if you ask, there's a 50-50 chance that they'll be able to be there for you. And in order for us to have people who can be there for us at some point is we need to cultivate and curate and pour into friendships. And I'm not saying that like we should be friends with people just so in case we need them later, they're there. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying like you can't expect someone to be there for you if you have not been there for them, if you have not reached out to them, if you have, you know, ignored them for the last year or two. And then like all of a sudden you're like, where is everybody? So again, it's about balance. It's about being intentional. And then it's also about having grace, having grace for yourself, having grace for others. And it's just a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. Life is a lot. And um, yeah, I kind of just went on a tangent. But anyway, so I mean, I guess this this all has to do with this theme of. Um, sorry, I'm looking at my notes here, but. Yeah, this this does all have to do with this theme of controlling what you can control, treating yourself, how you treat yourself and how you treat others. So I separated how you treat yourself into three different categories, health, wealth and happiness, which happiness could also be mental health. But when I say health, in this case, I meant like physical health. So first of all, I don't know about you. I think we all you know, have different coping mechanisms when we're going through something. Maybe it's eating too much, not eating enough, drinking too much, smoking, like whatever it may be, we all have those addictions or temptations or indulgences that we kind of overindulge in when we're going through something or underindulge in. And I mean, again, none of that is... Okay, like we need to make sure that everything is in moderation and that we're still keeping a balance. And that can be very hard because when something is happening that's out of your control, it's almost easier to say, Okay, fuck it, then I'm just gonna let go of control everywhere because I can't control my life anyway. And we kind of get into like this extreme mentality of, you know, nothing matters anyway. But I think it's so important, I think, feel and know that it's so important for us to actually have the opposite mentality of, okay, I can't control this thing that's going on. So I'm going to focus all of my energy on controlling these other things. And I think that, you know, when I look back on like the pandemic era of 2020, I actually lost 40 pounds. Of course, I gained it all back and then some, but we're not going to talk about that today. Um, I actually lost 40 pounds. I stopped drinking. I was working out, making healthy meals, hiking, like because I had nothing else to do and I couldn't control anything else. And so I thought, okay, well, what can I do in this situation? How can I make the most of this? And I know a lot of people were drinking every day and eating whatever they wanted and binge watching shows, which, by the way, I did watch more Netflix that year than I ever have in my life. I don't really watch a lot of TV, so I'm not like knocking it. I'm just saying like we always have a choice, right? We have a choice to either lay back milk the victim card and be like, well, fuck it, I guess my life sucks and I'm just going to be lazy and deal with it. But we also have the choice to say, you know what? I am I may I might be a victim, but I'm also a victor and I choose the victor mentality and I choose to control what I can control and I choose to work out every day because I know it's going to make me feel better in this situation. I choose to eat healthy because I know it's going to make me feel better in this situation. And I'm going to feel really proud of myself when the season is over and I look back and I say, wow, instead of letting this situation take advantage of me, I took advantage of the situation. I'm going to say that again. Instead of letting the situation take advantage of you, Take advantage of the situation. Just let that sit for a second. I can hear Trey's show in the other room. I don't know if you guys can hear it. So, that is if you take anything away from this episode, that is what I want you to take away because that is a mentality that you have to have when you are going through it. Same with your wealth. And a lot of unexpected things can affect our finances. You know, losing a job, getting demoted at a job, um, losing money in the stock market, Bitcoin. I don't know anything about that shit, but I do know that like you can lose money, right? Like, you know, maybe a family member stole from you or maybe, you know, you're supposed to be paid for something and you weren't or you were underpaid. Like there are a lot of things that we can't control that have to do with money. But again, we can control aspects of it. You can control how much money you choose to save, how much money you choose to spend, what you spend your money on. You can choose to apply for higher paying jobs. You can choose to throw for higher paying promotions. You can choose to have a side hustle. You can choose to start your own business There's so many things that you can choose. I mean, you can sell things, you can make things and sell things, you can sell things that you no longer need. I mean, do you really need designer stuff? Do you need, you know, nice things or can you replace them with more basic things? I mean, maybe it's just from me growing up middle class and like my family, you know, we were never poor, but like we never had like. Super nice vacation, super nice cars. We never had designer stuff. I mean, going to the mall was a luxury, like, and we were happy, like we were fine. I mean, of course I had other issues, but <laughs> of course I still had trauma. But like, you know what I mean? Like I didn't have any issues having to do with that. Like that was never a problem, you know, like we were still always fed. We were still like, maybe we didn't go out to eat all the time, but like we loved having you know, a cheap little brunch on Sundays after church with our family. Like, in my dad always gave us a $5 limit. Can you imagine, like, $5 a person at brunch now? Like, I mean, that's less than a McDonald's meal. But anyway. Um, But yeah, I mean, and now as an adult, like, I, I'm so appreciative of everything that I have. And I still don't have nice cars. And I still don't have designer stuff. And I still shop at you know, Target, Amazon, Forever 21, like, I'm, like, really good, I think, at, like, budgeting now, and, you know, I did have a spell, you know, when I lived in LA, and I was a lot younger, and I thought, like, I had to, like, look cool and have these fancy things, I don't care about that anymore, but, like, yeah, for the most part, I have been able to really control, like, how I spend my money, and it's really paid off literally and figuratively and so if you are someone who you know loves luxury items like why i mean ask yourself why like i mean we all have things that we love to spend money on right and like we all have our own priorities you know I will say that like I use high-end skincare like when it comes to my body and taking care of my body I do spend a little more money because I know that I'm going to have this one body for the rest of my life so I have like a reason behind it but are you just like spending money on nice things because you want to look cool because it makes you feel good for a second, like, but how long is that feeling going to last until you have to, like, buy another one? You know what I mean? Like, when you spend money, is it just on trendy things that aren't going to be cool in a year? And then, like, it's not worth it. Like, but maybe you l- spend money on more expensive things because they're higher quality and they're going to last forever. Like, that's a good thing, you know? So really kind of be honest with yourself. Be radically clear and honest with yourself. Look yourself in the mirror and be like, why – Do I do the things I do? Like, why do I spend the money on the things I spend money on? And like, how can I make it cheaper? And why? Like, you can't take it with you, right? Like, and I'm not trying to be morbid, but like, we're all going to die. And you can't take any of this nice stuff with you. So like, how can you use your money in a more impactful way? You know, that's going to make a lasting impression on the world and on the people around you and on yourself. Like investing in your health, investing in your mind, body, and soul is something that's going to last forever. But, you know, buying something that's a certain brand name or driving a car that just looks nice and fancy, like, what's the point? Like, you have to ask yourself, What's the point? And what is the real cost? Like, what is this costing me in the future? Because if an emergency happened and you had to go to the hospital or someone you love needed a major surgery and it was going to cost a ton of money, like, is, is it worth it that you spent that money on a fancy car or a fancy purse or fancy shoes instead? Like, you know, that is what you are choosing. You know, like, what are you choosing? So, you know, all of these are choices that we can make for our future, right? And you can control your happiness, right? When it comes to treating yourself, you can control your happiness. I know it's easier said than done, especially when you do, if you do have a mental disorder a mental illness, if you have depression like me, I mean, sometimes it's a chemical imbalance. Sometimes there's parts of it that we can't quite control. But like, are you really doing everything that you can possibly do for your happiness? Do you need to get on medication? Do you need to go to therapy? Do you need to start reading more self-help books, self-development books? Do you need to start listening to more podcasts? Do you need to join a support group? Do you need to join some kind of you know, coaching program? Or do you need to work one-on-one with a coach? Or do you need to write in your journal more? Do you need to say positive affirmations? Do you need to start writing down what you're grateful for, speaking out what you're grateful for, speaking out what you love about yourself. What are the practices that you can do to support your happiness and help yourself be a happier person? Like we can't always control if like depression runs in our family, if it's in our genes or if it's a chemical imbalance, but like you can control it a little bit if you choose to. And all of this kind of works together, right? Like you know, like saving money feels good, like investing money in your health, in your mental health, in your physical health, like that is going to help with your happiness. Working out is going to help you, you know, boost those endorphins and help you feel happier. You know, go for a walk outside. Like if you hate exercising, just go for a walk, you know, if you're able to do that, of course. Right. And so it is just so important to Take control of our feelings more and not let our feelings take control of us, right? Like, and our feelings aren't always facts. I mean, we might feel like a failure, but like, are you really a failure? Like, where's the proof? Like, where's the logic in it? You know, I think that, I think feeling no. That we can control our mood so much more than we think we can. I mean, we don't give ourselves enough credit. Like humans are so powerful. And we really don't give ourselves enough credit for how we can control our lives. And the more that you pour into yourself and make yourself a better person, mind, body, soul, the more that you control your health, wealth, and happiness in as many ways as you can with daily Practices, not once a month, not once a year, but every single day, that is going to impact every area of your life and pour out into those areas that you can't necessarily control, right? Because it's going to up level you all across the board. I mean, if you are a better person, mind, body, soul, with your health, wealth, and happiness, how much more is Are you going to be able to manifest the relationship that you want, the friendships that you want? How much more are you going to be able to afford that dream apartment? How much more are you going to be able to get that job that you want? You know, do you think that workplaces want to hire someone who is down in the dumps, who is a negative Nancy, who looks like shit, who feels like shit? Like, there's no way. It doesn't even make sense. So, like, when you choose differently, Every single day, when you wake up in the morning, until the moment your head hits the pillow, you get to decide to change your life. When you choose differently, every day, all the time, in these areas, you can't change how other people treat you, you can't change the weather, you can't change the country you were born in. There's so many things that you can't change, but there are so many things that you can change. And you can choose to change them starting today, no matter what day it is, no matter what time it is. I don't care if it's 9 p.m. I don't care if it's midnight. Grab a notebook, start journaling right now. Start bettering yourself right now. I know that you can do it. I'm doing it too. I'm in it with you. We're in this together. I love you so much. Thank you so much for listening. Again, make sure that you screenshot this episode. Tag me on Instagram, at ownyourbold, Thank you for laughing with me and I will see you over on Instagram. I love you.